This is the 425th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat reporter for the AJC. Now, the Falcons just pulled off a 16-13 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to move into sole possession of first place in the NFC South. Hey, nobody from the Hall of Fame is going to be calling and asking for film of this one. Three red zone turnovers. It was not very pretty. And the Falcons managed to overcome all of that and pull out a 16-13 win in a game they should have blown it out. But when you fumble the ball on the one-yard line, when you have a touchback going in for the score and you let go of the ball before you cross the line, you know, just stuff like that. You fumble a snap from center, uh, then you don't get points, and you have to come on, and you need a 51-yard field goal by Young Way Koo. The Falcons are now 4-3, and three, heading into game number 8 in Nashville next week. It wasn't pretty, but they got the win today here at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. If you're listening to us for the first time, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. All right, let's get to Coach Arthur Smith. He admitted it. He said it wasn't easy, but they are a resilient team. Certainly like to make it hard on ourselves. But at the end of the day, found a way D-led. Come up situational football, second time in three weeks. Uh, found a way to the last second and coup as he continues to do. He's clutch, but our guys make plays in big moments. We always feel like we got a shot, and uh, no matter what happens, it's a resilient group. D-led. Falcons cleaned up their interceptions, but quarterback Desmond Ritter had those three fumbles today. Here's what Arthur Smith had to say about Desmond Ritter's day. Oh, he continued working. I mean, the, the one, I mean, I swear it's like Murphy's Law. You show those situations and can we we can't until you run through the goal line, don't, don't let up. Um, so we got to continue to work it. The snap, I mean, I, like I said, it's stuff we have to clean up. Um but I will say this about Des, you know, a lot of it's he sat in there and delivered some big time throws today, especially when we needed it late and got the ball to Kyle, essentially won the game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those, I mean, the ones on the sack fumble, I mean, he's going to throw it. One's on a snap, one's letting up, running in. So 
We'll, we'll find a way to, I promise you, we'll find a way to fix it. We just won the game, 16 to 13. Guy played phenomenal in the pocket, delivered the ball. Last week, he threw a couple picks, fixed those. I understand it's like a game of whack-a-mole, but he's in his 11th start. Just got a good road win. It's, what was that, the third-ranked defense in the league? So let's give, it, let's give him some credit. Let's give his team some credit for winning. There's always things to, to figure out. We're not going to run away with some negative narrative. Found a way to win. I know this about Desmond Ritter. He's tough. He's a winner. The fantasy heads were going nuts. They were like, where's Bijan? He wasn't on the injury report all week. Apparently got sick last night here in Tampa after flying. Had a headache. Was throwing up. Uh, trying to get himself together for the game. That didn't work out. And so we wanted to know from Coach Arthur Smith about B. John's status and why he only got one carry in this game. Yeah, just as we got through warm-ups and early on, just wasn't feeling like himself. So, you know, he played, took, but we weren't going to overdo it. Um, just being being cautious and we're not going to ever, like when you have other guys that can go, I mean, we're a team. So we'll just have to continue to see what honor tonight, tomorrow. I'll have a better answer for tomorrow. All right, Falcons quarterback Desmond Ritter. Here's what he had to say about his fumbles. Yeah, um, you know, at the end of the day, just got to do a better job of taking care of the ball. Um, you know, the one right there on the goal line, uh, you know, just didn't get it. Obviously, you're antsy to get in. You're about, you know, eight inches away. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to come up with it. Uh, and then the, the one later on, um, you know, right there in the end zone, I was going to, as you know, RPO, so I was going to pass it, you know, back when we are seven, eight years old playing football, you learn that, you know, when you're running to the left, put the ball in your left hand. When you're running the right, put it in the right. Um, so I was running out to my left. I thought I was going to throw it. I pulled it down, ran it, kept it in my right hand, um, and obviously didn't protect the ball. Yeah, the, the, the snap right down there in the red zone. Yeah, uh, like I said, um, you know, things get antsy down there. I got quick, just got to be better. And then uh, Desmond also, you know, um, had a good day passing the ball, 250 yards. Uh, Should have had two rushing touch touchdowns, only had one. Uh, here's what he had to say about how he can fix the turnover problem. Yeah, um, you know, at the end of the day, there's no magical, you know, potion to, to fix fumbles. Um, it, it's just strapping up and knowing that you got to protect the football. Um, at the end of the day, that's, that's what this game is about, is protecting the football. Um, the ball is the key. The ball is the issue. Um, and so whether it's good or bad, you know, whether you know, the defense is getting turnovers or offense is turning the ball or whatever it is, the ball is the issue. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, from, from me and, and everyone else, but obviously me today, you know, I had to do a, just a better job of that. All right, Young Way Koo, it was his second buzzer beater this season, his seventh game-winning kick overall in his career. Here's what Young Way Koo had to say about the game-winning kick. Um, it's a preparation that I go back to. It's a swing thought, so not, no other thoughts that enter your mind. Um, I just, you know, try to uh, get the timing right, and it's easy when you have a snapper like Liam and holder like Bradley that does a great job and takes the pressure off me that I just got to kick the ball. Hey, how did you feel when you hit it? <laughs> it was good. I mean, the operation was great, you know. Liam and Bradley's money in that situation every time. Um, all, I, all I had to do was just kick it. Uh, the Falcons, it wasn't a, wasn't a, a well-played game. They had nine uh, penalties uh, in the game. A.J. Terrell had a couple. Uh, here's what A.J. had to say about so many flags. Uh, you know, just coming into the game, just know it's going to be a you know physical matchup with the receivers that they have. And, um, you know, just playing aggressive, you know, just um, 
you know, calls that came my way. But, you know, just playing the game, just having short-term memory and moving on. Just I knew what type of game it was going to be coming in. So none of the calls really surprised me or nothing like that. I was just, you know, of course, you don't never want a flag to come because it always extended drives. But, um, like I said, short-term memory and just keep on playing. But, hey, you know, it's when you get a win in the National Football League, everybody's happy. They got a win. It was loud in the locker room. They had the music blaring. But um, we wanted to talk to AJ about his first win in Tampa and his thoughts on being in first place. It was a big win uh, for me, my first win down here. Uh, so it was definitely a, a big win for me and, uh, and the team as well, you know. Um, and definitely for the division, just, you know, trying to make that push. And, um, you know, we just got to keep stacking. Any thoughts on being in first place? Uh, Seven games. Nah, it's still yeah, first it's place. It's good. It's good for sure. It's, it's definitely something that we've been, you know, trying to do during the whole season is um, try to come one and know each week. You know, if we just keep doing that, everything will take care of itself. So uh, still got a long season ahead and, you know, just keep doing our, what we do. Just keep trying to go one and each weekend, and it'll take care of itself. But we caught up with B. John after the game, too, and wanted to uh, find out about his rough night. Here's what B. John had to say about his rough night that led to him not playing much in Tampa. No, I didn't eat nothing. It was just me just you know, coming here, not feeling right over the airways, over the plane. Um, and then last night, it was more just like me trying to just, you know, sleep, get my head right. And I woke up this morning just feeling super, super down. nauseous, um, just overall. Yeah, just like, I don't know what. Growing up or anything? Was it something you ate? Yeah, it was, I was, it was hard to sleep. You know, I was just trying to find my, find my groove. Uh, yeah, I was over the toilet last night, you know, just trying to, like, get out of it. Um, so, yeah, I woke up this morning. I was looking feeling, feeling good at all. Caught Kyle Pitts on his way to the plane. And here's what Kyle had to say about first place and the big play. He had the big 39-yarder to get them into field goal range. I did said y'all just flipped it and came back the other side and was able to get some some green green to run to. Yeah, I messed up the play before. I wasn't supposed to be on that side. <laughs> so uh, you know, God mercy in serious ways. So uh-huh. he still made sure that it was it was you know that it worked. So uh-huh. we we completed it. We executed on the neck down and that led to the win. Uh, all, all that went wrong to still get a win. What does that say about the team? We're resilient, and you know, we we live in the, world of, in the present. So just you know, we're not thinking about the mistakes and just worry about the next play. Um, what about first place now? Seven games in, but I know you want to be there at the end. But what does it mean just to get there? I mean, for me especially, that's awesome uh, mm-hmm. being there first. So just the good divisional win and on to the next next game. All right, thanks, Tom. Appreciate right. it. And Richie Grant, he had a big stop there. Uh, big interception. They got the ball back for the offense. They couldn't run the clock out, but they did take away Tampa Bay's timeouts. Uh, but, you know, when you get that interception, you could close it out, but they they weren't able to do that. Tampa Bay came down. The defense did keep them to a field goal uh, and let them tie the game up, but they shouldn't have, it shouldn't even have been that close. It should have been a, a win and close out when you've got a four-minute offense and – uh, you know, they picked up two, three, and then four yards. So, you know, you're short a yard. And you, you're not going to gamble and go for that. So you have to kick it back to them. And they, they came down and scored. But Richie Grant had a big interception there that should have closed out the game. Here's Richie Grant. 
Oh yeah, man. Uh, man, bro, I just did the easy part. Okay. Uh, you know, I had to, I had to rush. They got in a uh, Baker's face, and then underneath covered by Caden. You know, he slowed him up a little bit. Really, I just read the quarterback eyes. Um, seeing that tight end wanted to break out, mm -hmm. and I ran out there, and the ball was there. You know, I did the easy part. Everybody else did the hard thing. Hard thing. Hey, what does it say that you know whatever happened today, y'all still ended up getting in first place with a uh, you know it was kind of wild game. Yeah, it's unbelievable, bro. <laughs> oh, that just showed the fight of this team, man. We we, we really like starting to mess it, you know what I mean? Especially uh, the defense side, like we got a goal, you know, and we, we're trying to attack that every week. And we've been doing a hell of a job, bro, but it, it's nowhere near done, you know what I mean? We still got a lot of stuff to clean up, but I'm proud of how we playing right now. They get down to the eight, y'all get them stop for the big day we get the sack at the end. Yeah. Uh, to force the field goal. Yeah. Uh, how is that, you know, doing that? That was a hell of that was a hell of a red zone stop, uh, forcing the three right there mm -hmm. at the end of the game. You know, and then uh, we didn't we didn't did it before with Koo and the clutch kick. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't did it before. We had faith in the offense go down there. Koo came through at the end, but that was a hell of a uh, deep uh, red zone stand and deal with the sack. You know, what I mean, uh, all is working together, coverage and rush. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. I'm Ernie Suggs. And I'm Ned Ravone. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. All right, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for our podcast listeners. If you subscribe today, you can get six months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. That's all of our sports coverage, politics, breaking news, investigations, food and dining, and so much more on AJC.com. Plus access to our e-paper and our assortment of newsletters. So join our community by going to subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. Again, that's subscribe.ajc.com backslash podcast. So you always know what's really going on. All right, we're going to wrap up here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast 425. Hey, it was... Um, you know, you take the win and keep it moving. Nobody's going to, at the end of the year, say, hey, they gave up, you know, three red zone fumbles. It's a it's a process. You got to cut out the sloppy play. Got uh, They cut out the turnovers. Passing game looked a little better. Running game was a little bit better. Uh, Corderell, um, you know, had a nice run there. So the numbers will look pretty good. But let's get to the player notes and the game notes. Tight end McCole Pruitt was the uh, Falcon 6 captain today. All right. And uh, Desmond Ritter, let's go over his numbers. 19 of 25 uh, for 250 yards with a 107.1 passer rating. He also rushed six times for 38 yards and one touchdown. Third of the season. 
Three fumbles in the red zone. Three fumbles in the red zone. And he should have had another rushing touchdown. Okay. Now through Sunday's uh, slate of week seven games, Ritter is second among NFC quarterbacks with three rushing touchdowns, trailing only uh, the Eagles' Jalen Hurts, who has five. Ritter completed a career-long 46-yard bomb to Scotty Miller in the second quarter and uh, later matched it with another 46 yards completion to Tyler Algier in the fourth quarter. Uh, he added a career-long 19-yard rush in the game as well. Tyler Algier stepped up with Bijan uh, Robinson sick and mostly on the sidelines today. He had 112 yards. Uh, from scrimmage, 59 rushing, 53 receiving. Cordell Patterson ended up with 56 yards on 10 carries. Uh, Drake London, six catches for 54 yards. Uh, he became the second fastest player in franchise history to reach 100 receptions in only 24 games. Julio Jones did it in 23 games. And also, Bird Emanuel and Calvin Ridley for the second most games with at least five receptions, uh, at least with five receptions in the players' first two games in franchise history. He trails only Julio Jones, who recorded at least five receptions in 15 games in his first two years. All right, Kyle Pitts, he had uh, three catches for 47, none bigger than the 39-yarder on the final drive to set up the game-winning field goal. All right, Scotty Miller had the 46-yarder, third longest reception of his career. Let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. Nate Landman, had, they talked about getting turnovers last week, the defense they did. And so, um, you know, when you do that, usually, you know, you get out of position, you start knocking for the ball, you start reaching, but – Today, they did get a couple turnovers. One, Nate Landman knocked the ball off of somebody. Richie Grant had a pick. But the defense, uh, you know, did do their job again here, holding the Buccaneers to, you know, 13 points. So here we go. Nate Landman had a career-high 12 tackles and one forced fumble. First of his career, Richie Grant had eight tackles. Pass defense and one interception, his first of the season, third of his career. Caden Ellis with six tackles and one tackle for loss. Jeff Fakuda had six. Jesse Bates had six. AJ had five. Got beat by Big Mike on a 40-yarder there. Uh, but, hey, you know, they battled. No shame in uh, uh, getting beat by Mike Evans. Uh, but that happened today. Calais Campbell had four. Tackles, a quarterback hit, forced fumble, and one sack. His uh, second of the season, he's at 101. And LaCal London, the, the uh, backup defensive tackle duo today was LaCal London and Tyquan Graham. And uh, LaCal's the uh, former XFLer, so if he keeps playing like this, we might have to do a story on it. But he um, had a career-high three tackles. And one tackle for loss and a fumble recovery. All right, before we get out of here, we're going to um, look at our mailbag from the uh, Twitter or the X, the Twitter X. We ask you all again after the game, how are you all feeling about this victory by the Falcons to move in sole possession of first place? All right, we have uh, we have 40 
46 here, people. At least uh, leave comment. 48, we're up to 48. And 60 hearts here. So I love the uh, interaction here after the game with you all. And let's go to some of the some of your comments here. Mike, Mike D. It's a Mike D's take. Mike D says they need to lose out. We don't need the 12 to 17 pick again. Okay, this is these basketball people that think you tank to in the NFL. That you don't do that. Okay, this is from Big Homie. Honestly, good. Matt Ryan said it best. Different mistakes by Ritter. He's going to take the podium and say the three fumbles were all him. Center snapped the ball to the, his leg, then to his hands, and retreat. And the right tackle got blown up. Yeah, that uh, nonchalant run is on him, but he's learning. W is a W. Rise up. Okay, I, uh, that was some good analysis there. This is quarterback Quint 308, and he says we left too many points at the goal line. Yes, no doubt about it. It's 21. That should have been 40 to uh, 10 here. Three lost fumbles is ridiculous. Ritter looked very good at times, except for the fumble on first and goal. Thankfully, the defense was rebuilt in the offseason, feeling better after the game. Keem Ashy top. Absolutely great. Fumbles kept the team from taking control of the game, but they played four full quarters and did good enough to win. Great job by the defense. Ryan, this is Ryan, the real Ryan Hill, uh, at the real Ryan Hill. We could have, we should have had 30 points easily. Please clean these red zone turnovers up, and I'll be happy with threes by Koo. And more happy with sevens by Dez. All right. Well, uh, we'll finish up with a couple here. And then uh, we're going to announce our special guest for next week for the preview of the Titans game. All right. Feeling good, but want to fix the turnovers. We left 14 plus points out there. Maybe even more on those three turnovers. Billy Boone. I can't believe we actually have a good defense. Now, there you go. Even had some more sacks again today. So, with that, we're going to get on out of here. Hey, we're going to have a special guest on a Wednesday for the podcast. I know this person very well. But we're going to have my daughter, Danielle Ledbetter, who's in Nashville at the NBC station. She's going to come in and help us get ready for uh for the Titans and the Falcons, she's been, you know, she does the news. She's the morning anchor at Channel 4 over there in Nashville. And, uh, you know, the Titans, everybody knows uh, about the team. So we're going to have Danielle Ledbetter as our special guest in the next episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. She's going to help us get ready for the Falcons game against the Titans next week. They have a bye. And we might even get a couple um recommendations on uh, where we need to go for the people that are going to go over for the game we'll have some recommendations on uh, where to go on broadway and uh, some of your other points in the city of nashville so with that we're going to ask you to take care and have a great rest of your week